You're listening to the Even Odds Podcast on the Constructed Criticism Network. Here are your hosts, Mason and Trey, and thank you for rolling with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 28th episode of the Even Odds Podcast. I am your goodbye host, Mason, and I'm joined by former lawyer, Trey McLaren. So sad. So sad. It's all right. It's not the end. It's just the beginning. So we're saying all this because this is going to be the last uh, traditional episode of Even Odds podcast uh, for, I mean, as far as we know, the foreseeable future. Um, Trey, do you want to talk to people about why that is? Yeah. Um, you know, this has been not a decision that we have taken lightly, but we have an opportunity to uh, take over as the hosts with Spencer Howland on the uh, mothership podcast, as you would, of the network, uh, Constructed Criticism. And so going forward, starting this week, we will be doing that podcast full time. Um, and as a result, we will not be continuing with even odds. Uh, this has been a, a crazy journey. This is something that Mason and I kind of started on a lark six months ago. That yeah. we're like, I don't know, we'll see what happens with this. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it really kind of started to take off and we've had a lot of fun doing it. We've had a lot of fun engaging with the community and with you, the listeners. And, um, we look forward to continuing to do that and helping to, you know, reach more people to continue to talk about magic, have a good time. Uh, but you know, doing so on, on constructive criticism, we hope that you'll join us there. Yeah. And you know, it, it was the thing that was floated of maybe we just do both shows, you know, like the idea was floated that constructive criticism and even odds both exist, but you know, at its core, uh, even odds is kind of a, not a CC 2.0 because I think there are a lot of differences, but the the underlying theme of you know trying to focus on people who want to improve and want to start really grinding and that kind of message and kind of you know to get a little inside jargon like the target audience like those are the people we were trying to like make the show for and have in mind because that's what we had like was what we wanted because it just wasn't a thing that existed anywhere. CC is really going back to that with us going on that show, and so at a certain point we would like basically be eating at our own content on both ends and it just isn't doable and so that means even odds is just going to have to take the back seat because cc at a certain point it becomes a lot about like how can we help the most people and how can we reach the most people and with cc they just have more listeners and we can do that we can do more with them so it makes the most sense for even odds to take a back step it's also called the constructive criticism network not the even odds network we really should have negotiated that in our contract otherwise you know Spencer would be talking on his show how he's leaving. But uh, jokes aside, you know, it is something that we took seriously, and we've known that this is a possibility for about a couple, maybe three or four weeks. Uh, and it's something we, me and Trey, had like hour long discussions on and talked about and thought about together and apart. So we don't take this lightly. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, you know, this is still going to be a thing that, you know, we're going to bring our flavor to CC and, you know, our sauce will mix with theirs yeah. and yeah, make a big goulash, baby. A hundred percent. You know, I was talking to someone about how uh, recently how CC is different and they didn't know at the time that we might be taking over. And they were talking about how like the show is kind of different with Seth and John on than it is with Michael and Matt than it is with just Michael and Spencer than it is with, you know, just every single time it, it's different. It's kind of like an anthology almost, right? Or like the underlying principle of wanting to always improve and help people in magic is there. But the people that are on the show at the time really affect it, kind of like the TV show American Horror Story, right? Like the underlying theme of having like a scary show is always there. Just how it gets delivered to you is different. And me and Trey aren't going to be different people on that show. 
So no, so coming up is the Carnival series. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> more a fan of the Colt myself. <laughs> See, that's an I trait. Do you watch American Horror Story? I've never okay. seen. Okay, I, I didn't think you did. So you just you knew that one from like trailers or whatever. Watching. No, I just said if I was going to think that if we were going to do a thing and it was going to be scary, it would probably be like clowns and stuff. Oh, I thought it would be like your podcast ads for all of Ravnica. Aren't you glad you got those finished in time? God, it's my greatest accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, you know, it also sucks because Long Test Pub, Goblin Charbargains, and... Long Test Pub will never die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that place is a family business. But the other two, without us being there to spot, like, to put the message out, I'm afraid this brand's going to die, and it really sucks. But such is the way of life. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they, it, it means the world to me that those sponsors thought enough of us to, to really take a chance when we were a youngling podcast. And, uh, and who knows, you know, maybe they'll, uh, they'll continue their patronage, uh, at some point going forward. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll join Oasis games as a proud sponsor of the constructive criticism. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It could, it could be anything. Long pub does have the money. Uh, but no, but seriously, uh, it means a lot. This show has been pretty awesome. It, like you know, like Trey said, uh, I don't know if I would say a lark, but it was kind of like a, let's just see. Like we did an episode of CC. People like that episode of CC. People are like you all should do a podcast. So it's like all right, well let's let's see, let's see what happens. We do a podcast, and now to complete the cycle, we're going to abandon all that hard work and dedication, and we go back to CC. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Maybe we're good at it now or better at it than yeah. we were before, certainly. I, God, I hope we're better. I hope we're at least <laughs> the same. I hope we're, we've not gone down because that would be the actual worst. I would hate to be doing something this much and then get worse at it. That would be – it'd be rough. But Trey yeah, – um, I'm excited about what you know what comes next with it. Like you know, a, a thing that we talked about on here, like I've played this game for a long time, but I've never like like really engaged with the community like so actively and that that's been awesome like doing that and growing that with even odds and i look forward to continuing to do that and grow it more you know with cc and it's just it's been a fun experience and hopefully we can continue to do it and continue to learn and continue to you know grow together yeah 100 percent. Um, and with a bunch of nonsense still because that's my setting yeah, Trace is like, well, now you just exposed me to more people. You played yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you invited me into the space. You knew what it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. What a mistake. Good thing we got that in writing. Uh, <laughs> j jokes aside, though, it's seriously, it's you know, it's been a real honor to like get to know and meet some of you, and you know, people who I, I assume a lot of you listened to CC originally, and that's how you found us on the network. But still, like, I didn't interact with some of y'all before, you know. I, I think of July specifically uh, is the one that keeps popping up in my head. But it's someone who listened to the show and grew. And I, you know, I'm friends with now. And, like, I listened to their podcast today that they just launched. And so, like, even though it was something that, like, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, I, we formed, like, a – at least I don't know how they feel. But I formed a connection. I was like, I want to go support them and listen to this. And so I, I did, you know. And so – yeah, this has meant a lot, and you know, even odds is going away, but there might be some stuff down the line um, in the future. Like we just our our last episode was one where we had Chantel guest on, and the reason was because Trey was busy doing some movie stuff. Um, because in case you hadn't figured it out at this point, Trey is a producer on movies and writes movies and other things as well, 
and he's trying to get his first feature length film made. And when Trey's movie was going to happen, even Oz was going to kind of shift for a couple weeks. And I had some people lined up and people I talked to, I wanted to do episodes with that going forward might be under the even odds banner, might be under a different banner, but I still want to do those episodes with people. Cause I think one thing um, for me personally is I, th I think there's a lot of stuff that I, I want to be heard said to the community and talked about, etc. And I'm in lucky enough position to try and make that happen. And I made that happen with Chantel and I would, I want to try and make that happen in the future. So uh, there will still be stuff on here, so don't unsubscribe. Stick around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the thing that we both feel strongly about. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are things that we want to talk about, and those are things that we want to do. I, I, you know, I don't ever want anyone to think that my absence from the episode has anything to do with like my thoughts on any of it. Like yeah. it's literally just scheduling conflicts, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I'm in full support of of us doing that and the direction that that was in regards to the podcast. And we want to continue to do those kinds of things and have those conversations. Yeah. Like in theory, there would be a time where I had to miss an episode and Trey would step in and do one of those. It just happened that, you know, the one you got was this direction. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Outside of some of that stuff on, on a lighter note, you know, a retrospective of something six months in the making. Yeah. What's one of your uh, What's one of your best memories of something from the Even Odds podcast, Mason? Oh man, there are so many. So there's like, <laughs> well, I think my favorite thing might be our, our how the pick. So I I don't like to brag. I don't like to be vergocious. <laughs> but I do That's think certainly certainly <laughs> not true. Certainly true. Very true. <laughs> it's very true. Mason loves to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell a, a good beat on my opponents, if that's what you're referring to. I do like that. But when it comes to things like what I'm about to say, I don't normally like to talk about this kind of stuff. But originally, so here's a little inside baseball. So we kind of have a, a little local testing group in Nashville that like Trey and I are a part of. And the joke behind it is that the name is called Good Eats because we get good food. And we like to eat good food, right? And like when you go to an event, we're, we don't want to go to McDonald's. We want to go to the nice restaurant in town. That's, that's the name Good Eats. And so originally we thought, well, maybe we'll just call the podcast Good Eats, right? Because it's like already our own stupid thing. And so we originally thought about every segment being based somehow around food. And one of the things that was happening was Ravnica, Guilt of Ravnica was coming out. And we needed to do a set review. And I believe Trey said, what if we do it like a buffet? And then I think I said, oh, yeah, we can do it. Like we pick a couple different things. And you said, yeah, you can make it like a pick two. And so <laughs> Trey came up with the idea of a pick two, just like, you know, at a restaurant. And then like when, when you really think about that style, it actually is like super good. And that's something we're taking with us to CC. So it's not going to end here. But like the this is a dumb joke idea of like we're going to make it just like a pick two off a menu. And we're going to do it for a couple different things and talk about cards that way was funny and fun and also i think just really great because i think what happens is a lot of times those the cards we're talking about would be for the most part cards we would talk about anyways except now we get to put them in the right the right context right so instead of having it be like hopefuls or uh, like hopeful cards be like number six and five ish on a list right and people kind of like interpret like hey like one through three other cards people know are going to be good. We instead talk about those cards in this context and it frames it better for people. So I think it's just like a dumb fun joke and it makes set reviews more fun too. Cause we always are changing what one of the middle ones is. And it was also just like, I think something legitimately good. I, I think most set reviews are incredibly boring. And I think this one has a cool way of doing, you know, a classic thing. 
So that's yeah, one of my favorite memories. No, I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, also, we really were smart not to brand it with the food thing. Oh, Man, that would have been so Yeah, the name even so odds is inspired. It's really cool. <laughs> it's the best name I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing has got to be the ads. Like, yeah, do we want to talk about how those came to be? Yeah, so okay, it, again, inside inside baseball. Those sponsors aren't real. This talent right? It's the last one. <laughs> so that, we, we can't we can't leave on this facade. So <laughs> Mason had heard some other podcast and had heard uh, an ad for a thing, and he's like, I don't, "There's a fake ad, whatever that could be funny." And I was like, "I'll write an ad." Off the sticks a... melee. That's what it is. Give him the shout out. And I was like, "I can write. I can write fake ads. That's not a big deal." And so I did, and the first one that we did was a ravenous cup of cobwebs, <laughs> uh, the Halloween episode. And following it, multiple people came up to Mason and I at the uh, at the old LGS and were like, "Congrats on the sponsor!" <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Legitimately, congrats on the sponsor. And here's the th part that people don't know: Mason freaked out. <laughs> he was like, "We can't do this. People think it's real. This is going to be so bad. We can't have like people thinking." I was like, "Dude." I said to buy a cup of spiders. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. And unfortunately, what it means for you is that we can never stop doing it. Yeah. I was legitimately concerned that people thought we had an actual sponsor. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, this could go very poorly. And he wanted to say something about it. And he was like, we have to stop doing it or we have to tell people. And I was like, no, we have to keep doing it and can never say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Just have to like do it straight. Only that. And it's been one of my favorite things is just to do these like total <laughs> insane ads every week. It's uh, it's so much fun, and I also love that that's how it happened. Uh, like, had that not happened, it might have just been a one-time thing that we did. Yeah, like you might never have heard from our sponsor, Goblin Char Bargains, again. Yeah, or you know, the Wayfinder Travel Agency or Long Tusk Pub or Long Tusk Pub's a funny one too. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember entirely what Long Tusk Pub came from. So, so what? I mean, one of the hardest parts about doing even odds is the wow, okay, and the the joke because we try to make them legitimately funny. Like we're right. like, uh, and, and there, there's a reason that a lot of podcasts don't do scripted portions of the podcast because it takes like a lot of pre work. Yeah, and it's also it's hard too because it's like you don't get direct feedback. Like if you're at a comedy show and you tell a joke the first time you get feedback. Like, people laugh where they don't. We only get feedback if people tell us or we go out and reach for it. So we don't know if a joke's hitting or not unless we get direct feedback. And we got feedback the first time, but then, like, people started to figure out it was an inside joke, so we don't know. So yeah, that, and then otherwise, I'm just a crazy person sitting in a room by myself <laughs> saying insane things. Yeah. And so one time, Trey, like, we can't think of one, and it's... Uh, it's the holiday season, and so you have something going on. I can't remember exactly, but basically I remember in the line, it's something about, like, you had a bunch of dredge references and getting yourself... Oh, yeah. I started writing the setup, but we didn't have, like, what the product was. Yeah, and so I put... We were just look. We were, we were we were scrolling through Gatherer, I think, and just looking at card games. <laughs> and I remember the Long Test Cub, and I'm like, what if we called it the Long Test Pub? Because they're so tired from shopping. <laughs> and so... It was like, great, done. Yeah, just in. And so we just did that and then we've got some positive feedback about the long test pub and we're like cool i guess people like the long test pub 
Yeah, it's great. We 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 did literally do that. We sat next to each other for like twenty minutes, scrolling through Gatherer, just naming cards. Yeah, I think we spent more time trying to think of what the punchline was going to be than we did coming up with the show idea. Like we think <laughs> about stuff a lot, but like coming up with the idea is like sometimes a lot easier than making these these ad jokes. And then I'll, I'll say this: wow, the in the behind the scenes story of Wow, okay, just craziness. Trey, do you want to talk about that? Like how where that came from? That's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy it from a a weird sadist standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this gets to kind of one of the central things of what the show was, right? It was that we wanted the show to be fun. Like we talk about, magic should be fun. We also want the content to be fun, and you know, it is a bit of an unusual situation, you know, that Mason talked about. That like I am a writer. Like that's what I do professionally. That's what I do for my job. And so it was like, well, we could write these comedy segments. And it's like, what if we did like this thing about like there's magic Twitter is always blowing up and is like having all of these meltdowns all of the time about stuff. And it's seemingly like all the time. And it's like, well, what if we just talked about that stuff in like a, you know, news type segment mm -hmm. at, at the end, which is me yelling about whatever Twitter's yelling about. Yeah, we just have an outrage thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, obviously that's a, 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 comedy structure that's uh, as old as doing like you know comedy in general sense but um you know it was a thing that we started to do in regards to that and it was fun and people seemed to respond to it yeah and then it became a thing where it's like oh we need to come up with something every week like, <laughs> in some ways there just isn't drama which it doesn't appear to be when you think about things in the big picture but some weeks people don't cheat and you don't have anything to talk about and yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, no doubt it would be like, come on, Twitter, we got to record an episode. Let's go. We, yeah, I remember once we were like, so one time we legitimately forgot, and on air we came up with one on the fly and we improv on, which is another great moment. I think about that when I think about awesome moments of uh, even odds. But there's one moment where it's like, before we started, it was like, Trey's like, I got to pull up Twitter and see if there's any drama. I'm like, oh, you missed it today? And then like, I told him the drama. He's like, oh, perfect. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Yeah, that was uh, one of the better moments. But, yeah, those were awesome. And then, you know, on a more serious note here to wrap up, one of the last things I think about um, when it comes to, like, moments is just the feedback. Just, like, I know I talked about it earlier, but, like, getting messages like, I love that episode, or that episode is really informative, or that made my day, or just all those little things we got, or things like, this is, like, my favorite podcast because it's fun. And just those things really make it all worthwhile. And yeah, it for also sure. hard to end, make it hard to make this decision too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that, like, you know, another one is like going to an event and and sitting down across from an opponent and them saying like, "Oh, hey, are you that guy from the Even Odds podcast?" And it's like, "Yeah," and then seeing that guy like top sixteen the SCG tournament, yeah. right? And it was like the first time he had done that. It's like those those things are really exciting. You know, and that's somebody, like, I would not have ever interacted with or known outside of this. Yeah, if it wasn't for that podcast, it would have been around 13 opponent. Yeah, it would have been, you know, nothing, like, the nameless the nameless faces of, of you know, opponents. Yeah, white bearded male, a.k.a. <laughs> your magic tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, that, uh, that is a normal go-to when I sit down with somebody. Like, I think we've played before. I was like, you played a white bearded guy at a magic tournament? <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's something that 
I know I've really cared about and I'm glad that I got to do with you and I'm glad we get to keep doing it together with CC as well. So, yeah, absolutely. And we hope that, you know, we hope that we can continue to, to, you know, have you guys along for the ride. For sure. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening to the show. If you want to check out more content from Trey and I, you can follow me at Mason E. Clark on Twitter. You can find my Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Mason Clark. And if you want to find Trey, you can find them at Trey MC on Twitter. You can follow our new show, Constructed Criticism, at CCMTG on Twitter.com. You can also go to the Constructed Criticism website where all the, excuse me, all the Even Odd episodes will stay up in perpetuity. You can also follow at Even Odds Pod on Twitter if you're losing that information. All the information to find us is going to stay in that bio. Uh, don't think Even Odds might not come back around for April Fool's Day. That's all I'm going to say. I like making more work for us. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I can't confirm to that. Yeah, is that one of your favorite parts, Trey, is where I add more work for you every week and or more segments? I mean, I've tricked myself enough into into it along the way, but you definitely like to do that. Um, uh, what can I say? <laughs> um, I also like to make Mason sweat with the scripted parts. He'll, he would always text me. And it would be like the day before we record is like, you got an ad, you got a wow. Okay. And I'm like, Nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, you know what? One last minute before I go here, I really like how we did the first wow. Okay. And if you listen to the first episode, you hear me say, wow. Okay. At the end, but that didn't happen in real time. Like it was something that we like, I, I like messaged Trey as I was editing the episode. I'm like, should I end it with me just saying, wow, okay, at the end about you yelling? And he's like, yeah, it sounds perfect. And so like I, I record myself saying that with the same microphone, and then I edit it in at the end. And then it just became a thing where now all the episodes end with that. Man, don't tell people that you edit the show because then they're going to wonder that why, why we don't edit the show more. <laughs> oh, no. Well, do they know how much time I sink into this and for it to still come out this level of high quality. Well... <laughs> Thank you all so much. It's truly been an honor. Please uh, give Constructed Criticism a chance if you haven't heard that show before. Um, we will link to them in the Twitter post for this and the website post. And if you're seeing this on the website, you're there. So give it a, give it a whirl. Um, and to all of our patrons, thank you so much. It means the world to us. And we hope that you all will give CC a chance as well. Yeah, your support has been unbelievable and that, you know, what we want to do is we want to continue, um, you know, to make content for y'all, you know, that part of what the, the Patreon enabled us to do was to continue to try to build on the content that we're doing. This has just been a different opportunity to do that and that your support has in a lot of ways made that type of thing possible and that we want to be able to continue to make as much content and as high quality content as we can. Yeah, I agree 100%. Thanks, everyone. Roll with us on CC. All right, Trey. This is the part where you get to do your last wow okay about how I made all this work for you and I made you do all this stuff to build a brand and then I'm like, let's destroy the brand. Listen, you're not the boss of me. You don't get to tell me how I end my segment, all right? That's my choice. That's my decision. And you're just going to like make it all about you? Typical. I don't know if you paid any attention to it, but Yuya Watanabe, one of the top five Magic players of all time, cheated at the Mythic Championship or Pro Tour or whatever the heck you want to call it. It's unbelievable. 
not only that, so for those of you who don't know, somehow, if you haven't caught on to what this is happening or what it is that's going on, Yuya played Tron at the MC. And he got deck checked and he had marked cards, marked sleeves with different marks in different corners in different patterns for each of the different types of Tron lands. So the patterns were consistent if it was the Tron land of that one type. And then other than that, it was all matching. He issued an apology after the disqualification saying that he doesn't know how that happened. And it must have been that while he was shuffling, he just tutored up those cards a lot. So maybe they got scratches on them. Then went as far to post a picture of it that are clearly premeditated marked cards. I don't know if I could do it on purpose, much less do it accidentally while shuffling the deck in a single event, much less like across multiple events. It's like getting caught robbing a bank, saying I didn't rob a bank, and then trying to prove it to yourself by posting a picture of you robbing the bank. <laughs> it's insane. You're like covered with a little blue ink everywhere. It's all a disaster. It's been a complete meltdown. The thing that's also crazy is that Twitter has exploded with conspiracy theories saying that there's no way he would have cheated. There's no way that any of this happened, that the judges were out to get it, that this is some kind of, you know, hit job on him or anything else. And so then he posted the pictures and it's like, you cannot possibly think that. It is astonishing. The worst I had ever seen anyone cheat at Magic was at a local store where I saw someone do this exact same thing, essentially, get caught and then cover it up. And I never thought I would see it happen at this level of competition. It is horrible, horrible, horrible. Wow. Okay. See you all next time.